When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Also, dog ears don't exactly work quite the way we thought they did. And what's more corona risky? Shopping, playing tennis, or going to the dentist? It is Monday, the 6th of July of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and... Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, there is a group called the Global Language Monitor that looks at the top trending words each year, and COVID has already crushed the record for the most cited word or phrase. It's been cited at least 100 times more than Every previous word of the year, and COVID-19 is number two on the list. Top 20 words for the first half of 2020. These are words that if you had asked us a year ago, we would have no idea. Be like, what the hell does that mean? I know, wouldn't it be great (laughs) if you could get a glimpse into the future and look and see what words we'll be using a year from now and try to figure out or understand why? Why would we be using them so often? What what is that? What do we have coming? What's on the horizon? All right, so COVID, COVID-19, those are the first two. Coronavirus, understandably. The corona. Yes, and that's number four. Is that number four? Corona. corona. Yeah. For short. Face mask. Progress. Truth. What about social distancing? Number eight. Yeah. I'm surprised that's as far down as it is. I can't believe it's below that. What would you just Your say? Your timing truth? couldn't have been more yeah. perfect. Face mask. I think we, fi- we don't need to add that to the dictionary, right? <laughs> you wouldn't know what that is. Well, the coronavirus is on, it was and always has been, I guess, on the back of all of the yeah. cleaning products anyway. We yeah. just never We just never looked. never looked. We never bothered to look. Trade war, sustainability, flatten the curve. Oh, yeah. Lockdown. People still don't know what flatten the curve means. I know. Identity politics. Pandemic. Progressives, uh, pandemic is actually not in the mm. top 20. Mm. Yeah. Quarantine, migrants, Donald Trump, symptoms, and outbreak. Outbreak. Now, in related news. Curbside? Curbside should have been on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curbside available. <laughs> Miriam Whips, Miriam Webster added... Irregardless. I couldn't believe they did this. I can't believe they caved to the pressure of putting a word that everyone pretty much agreed is not a real word. Now, they added it to its online dictionary as a non-standard version as of a filler word. regardless. Irregardless. 
Irregardless. Irregardless. Oh, we're actually going to go with that, huh? Irregardless. I mean, I get it as far as fluidity and fun saying and making, you know, it, it, there's a flow to irregardless as opposed to just regardless. Can you look up a word? Tell me if this is a word. I feel like irrespective. Is that a word? Because I feel like irregardless is an attempt at irrespective, but they're combining irrespective and regardless into irrespective. That is a word. Yep. And Not what is it? Taking something into account regardless of. There you go. Regardless of. Look at that. There's your regardless right there. Irrespective of the fact that irregardless is not a word. Irregardless. Is now. I don't know either of these words. Merriam Webster announced it by tweeting, Yep, English is literally dead. <laughs> True story. I'm just giving up. All right. If you've been working remotely during this pandemic, what have you done with the time you used to use to commute? It seems like the answer just Sleep. might be sleeping, right, until Hell the yeah. last possible second. You bet. Was there ever a moment, Jen, when you, because you and I have the longest commutes. These boys are like five minutes. Right. You and I commute the longest. Was there ever a moment when they said, you know, you're going to be working from home that you were like, I'm going to get up at the real time and do all these other things? Hell no. I'm and like, never. I'm sleeping to the latest possible <laughs> moment. And then I tested it. I'm like, what is the absolute latest <laughs> I can sleep before I right, and what is the least amount of things that I can do in the you know prior to? I mean, yeah, I think I'd like to splash some water on my face and brush my teeth, you know, and then the, the but that would you oh, never God. thought about working out, making a shake, no. getting your smoothie no. going. Keurig needs exactly no. two minutes and fifteen seconds to warm the water up, and that was you. Yep, our Keurig turns on by itself, so yeah. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I still got up. I I didn't ever work out, but I still got up and showered. Nope. I just have all this downtime. It was glorious. coffee. Yeah. I always think about that, though. If I worked a typical job... Seven to three or whatever. Right. Would I get up after the, you know, after this is finished, would I get up at five and work out? Because, you know, I've been doing this for many years, getting up super early. Has there ever been a part of anyone here? I mean, let's let's take into consideration the hours we work mm-hmm. and the impact that has on our sleep and our schedule and everything else. Has anyone in this room ever had a desire to simply just just do like a standard 830 to 530 no, day? No, right? I couldn't do it. I don't I'll tell you why. I could not sit in a cubicle or in an office, no. Just pat this past Monday when I was off to work, off work, I had to come down to go to the eye doctor. I go to this one specialist in the UC area up there and I had to drive and be there by 830. Mm. So I had to leave my house Mm-mm. at like 730 and that was traffic. a holiday weekend because of traffic right. and I barely made it. And when I was doing that, there was so many 
road rage, anxiety incidents, even in the parking garage that I was like, this is why I have to be in my job before 7 a.m. Yeah, I can't deal with traffic No joke. It Mm -hmm. had like put me into a different realm of like, (gasps) Ville. And that was on a light day. Yes. On a holiday week. Wow. And the traffic at 74, because they changed the pattern there where 74 comes into 75 they have yet again changed the pattern. So right. I don't think people are really fully aware of like what's going on, where you're supposed to go, what lane is going, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's such a bleep show. Well, according to this new survey, 46% of people who are working remotely say uh, that time that they used to use to commute, they do spend sleeping. They literally wake up less than 10 minutes before their workday starts. Less they, than 10. That is slick. Oh, yeah. They roll out of bed <laughs> and log on. The survey also found most have tried working from bed, but 7 out of 10 say <laughs> they have a hard time focusing when they try to do that. Yeah. Well, if we ever find ourselves doing that again, I'll give it a shot out of bed one morning and we'll see how it goes. There you go. That's what I did. Literally got up at 5.55 when you we were at home. You're good. Flipped the, mic, flipped the computer on, brushed my teeth, turned the coffee thing on, sat down, loaded up the computer, said hey to you guys, went to commercial break, got the coffee. Jen, you would probably be that one. That. You could work from bed because no one else would be in your bed. Jacob has his own room. It would mm-hmm. be you and Merle in bed, right? Yeah. You'd have to rub it in. You'd have to try. <laughs> I'm serious. Try. I love it that way. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, the rest of us have a partner is what I'm saying. We couldn't be in there going, hey, did you hear Beyonce's Italian? Yeah. You know, yeah. you'd be able to pull it off. Right. Yep. But because you sleep alone is her yes, point. That's her point. Night. You know that's her point. Because right? yeah. you're single. <laughs> you know, because the rest of us have partners. <laughs> you have your dog and you. Uh-huh. And it's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. If you would like to date Jen, please call. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. Coming up, dog years uh, don't work exactly the way we used to think they did. And there's a new Swiss Miss hot chocolate. Imagine Lucky Charms marshmallows. You thought those jumbo marshmallows were a godsend. Well, adding a little color to your life. I know that my sister's been handling my mother's grocery shopping. Oh, really? That's she. Yeah, she's been out of work. She's been furloughed. So she's had the time. Gotcha. And... She's been, uh, she doesn't live that close, but she's been able to handle the runs for me where I was doing the Instacart thing for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And the issue that I was having with the Instacart is like telling them which door to leave it. And, you know, they were just so overwhelmed that like they'd have all these heavy bags or like these heavy bottles of water and they mm-hmm. would leave it around the on the wrong door and she'd have to like walk around. There would be stairs involved. And so it's just easier having somebody that, you know, doing the shopping for you that knows the routine, knows the regimen. Yep. And she said, I can't find the sandwich bags that aren't the Ziploc style, you know, that are just like the fold over sandwich bags. Yeah. Do they make those anymore? They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones that my mother wants. Less expensive too than the Ziploc. Yeah. And a lot of people are using them because like if they go to the gas station or something, they, you know, want to use that instead of a glove, a glove or something because they can find it. Correct. Handle, yeah. So we get a tag team every now and then, but I've had no problem finding them here. 
she said she cannot, for the life of her, find them in her Boston area stores. Hmm. So, and evidently, there are things like that that are related to COVID, and then some things that you wouldn't think are, but... John will explain all that coming up here. I was having trouble it. finding greeting cards. For, I had a, you know, Father's Day and then we had like a couple of birthdays and I went down the greeting card aisle and I'm like, where are all of the greeting cards? So maybe I'm curious if that's something like that can't get shipped over. Maybe. Or maybe it's like a dying thing sending an actual card. Well, you think about things that get touched a lot. Oh, I mean, yeah. when you're shopping for your finger, how many before you oh, find the one that you... Oh, because you got to you... pick them up and read them. Good right. point. I didn't think about that. One of the things that my mother would have me put on her grocery list was the Swiss Miss hot chocolate with marshmallows. I made the mistake of getting her Swiss Miss hot chocolate with marshmallows. She wanted the Swiss Miss hot chocolate with, like, the extra jumbo marshmallows. It's like double the marshmallows. <laughs> well, yeah, of. duh. I didn't know Why that. Why did they even make the one that only has half? I know. And it does look kind of skimpy when you compare the right. two boxes side by side. So we learned this this morning. They just teamed up with Lucky Charms to make hot chocolate mix with Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, my. No word on how that tastes or how it even looks when all those bright colors melt and swirl around your brown hot mm-hmm. chocolate. But I'm told it's hitting stores now. So nice. I may ask Terry to pick up a box or two for mom. Also, this morning, you probably heard the old rule of thumb that dog years are like human years times seven. So when your dog is one, supposedly that's like being a seven-year-old person. At two, it's like being 14 and so on. But a new study out of the University of California at San Diego found that system is not exactly as accurate as we thought it was. The researchers say, quote, a nine-month-old dog can have puppies. A nine-month-old dog can have puppies. So we already knew the one to seven age ratio wasn't accurate. So what they did is they studied the age of the cells in a dog's body to figure out what they really are in human years. Here's what they found. Dogs make a huge leap in their very first year. And by the the time a dog is one year old, They're basically like a 30-year-old person after that first year. Wow, that is rapid. Right, but then their aging slows down. At age two, they're actually only around 40 in human years. By the time a dog is four, it's like being 52. Okay, so Merle's three and a half, so that means he's somewhere in his 40s. He's very sprightly for a 40-something. He still has an extreme amount of energy. Yeah. Yes. That's good. You must be feeding him well. Yes, he's very well fed. You said he's two? Almost. No, he's almost three. So he's more of like a toddler. He's three and a half. He's three and a half. A 40-year-old. He's in his mid-40s. Yeah. Wow. And then after that fourth year, the aging really trails off after that. When a dog is 10 years old or older... They're like a 70-year-old person, and they start aging at about one human year for every dog oh, year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We think Steve's like 12, around 12, which would make him 84. So he would just get... So he'd be 72. 72. Yes. Because once he hits seven, once he hits 10, then it's one year per... All right. So next year, he'll be 73. Yes. Okay. So he's still... Young. He's good. He's yeah. active. Does he act like he's 72? Does he take naps? Does he go on 
you know, cross country vacations and drive a, an old Lincoln. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, doggy Lincoln. <laughs> if there's food around, he's up and at him, man. He's he's on the go. Does he still randomly eat weird stuff? No. Just crockpot back in the day. That's, that was in his younger years. Those, he has since learned those, those lessons. Years. Yeah. When he ate a whole pot roast, was it? Is that what he got out of the... He jumped up on the counter, went outside for a few minutes, came back in. The crock pot looked like I took it out of the box. It was so cleaned (laughs) out. (laughs) And he ate every onion, carrot, the whole Didn't he eat like a Christmas present too? Like for some reason, I feel like I remember him eating wrapping paper or something random like that. No, he ate an entire 30 count of grandma's homemade uh, peanut butter (laughs) Buckeye things. That oh, was, Steve. That was gross. That's how he made it to 72, you know. <laughs> Stuff like that. Stomach of steel. Mm-hmm. So, in other coronavirus news this morning, while many people celebrated the 4th of July by staying away from crowds due to rising case numbers in the majority of states, that wasn't the case everywhere. There's video out there showing tons of people all packed in super tight. With no masks at Diamond Lake in Cass County, Michigan, which uh, went viral, figuratively, and eventually, probably, literally, too. Meanwhile, a new study found that people who are fans of apocalyptic movies are actually finding themselves coping better with the pandemic than others. A psychologist said that especially for fans of apocalyptic movies, you take the perspective of the characters, so you're kind of unintentionally rehearsing the scenarios so that when it happens to you in real life, you have the coping skills to deal with it. Well, you know what the theory, there is a theory out there. Because you know, are you ready? Okay. So <laughs> those, who say, those who say that Hollywood is corrupt, part of that is that they make those movies on purpose to desensitize us for when these things happen. Hmm. For when things get really crazy, then we're like, oh, that only happens in movies. And if it does happen in real life, then we're ready. We're like, yeah, that's no, it's no big deal that shootings are happening because we're already desensitized to it because we've seen it in so many movies. Hmm. We've been desensitized to violence, and I think I could buy that a little mm-hmm. bit. So, is that is that a form of sabotage, or is that a gift? Uh, depends. I suppose. I think it's. I well, it's it's awful that we let so many things be okay. I mean, shouldn't we be a little bit more upset about a lot of the horribly violent things that are going on in the world? For sure. I'm always I'm always reassured when someone says, oh, my gosh, it was like I was in a movie like there. It's, it's an expression of shock. Like I can't I couldn't believe this was happening. It felt like it was in a movie as if to yeah. imply that this kind of stuff doesn't happen in real life. But we walk away from the movies going, ah, wasn't real. So when we see it in real life, that would never happen. We don't have the reaction of horror because we've already seen it in a film. See, I like to watch movies that I believe can really happen, though. Like for me, it was challenging for me to enjoy Twilight 
because I'm like, I can't, this, this isn't real. This would never really happen in real life. Like a part, you know, when you were trying to tell me about the vampire getting pregnant and I'm like, how is the vampire pregnant, Jen? Because they're not, you know, they're dead. They're trying to desensitize you to the reality that pregnant vampires are coming. <laughs> right. That's what I, but that's why I couldn't get into those videos or like the Hunger Games and stuff. I'm like, this could never, this would never happen in real life. So, it's hard for me to think ah, through the well, fantasy. Are you, so are you one of those viewers that like there needs to be some element of plausibility? Yes, I think I am that kind of viewer, which is why I think I lead, lean towards like, True crime shows or stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because those you consider real life. Somewhat. Relatable. Like, hey, this happened. It, it could happen. I I'll- mean, can you ever, can you ever, are you good at though, like metaphors, say the Hunger Games, for instance. Can yeah, you, totally. Can you Metaphorically, make, absolutely. Can you make the connection yes. that the filthy rich people who are living Correct. in the capital are entertained by the pain and the suffering of yes. the less fortunate? Correct. For sure. Can you see how... You know, can that wake you up to social injustices or yes. Yes. everything? Yes, you know? because when it happens in real life, I'm like, oh, it's just like it happened in that movie. So that brings you back to the whole thing that you were talking mm-hmm. about. Like it does, it desensitize you a little bit. Yeah. You're like, I already knew this was going to happen. That's why I watch Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah. but if, You're hoping that's yeah. the world that we Right? That is the world Same. I live in. But if a pregnant vampire comes around, watch Come out. On. I'm getting out of here. That's why. That's why we loved <laughs> back in the '90s. That's why America loved those Tom Hanks, uh, uh, Meg Ryan movies because you know it's unlikely you're unlikely to have a love story come together like that. Mm-hmm. But it's plausible enough that it could. Yeah, it happens to some people. You There's hear stories. It happened to Julia Roberts. She went from right. being a, a hooker <laughs> right. to living high on the right. horse with a billionaire. And it's not totally, you know, <laughs> unlikely, but not impossible. Yeah. Seven thirty-four. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. Sunny and hot today. Chance of a pop-up shower, or thunderstorm, and a high around ninety-two. Thanks for listening to the Q one hundred two Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.